Hello fellow Xbox adventurers, welcome to this week's episode of Xbox Quest, the Nostromo's number one Xbox podcast, podcast, and the home for all news, reviews, and segments on the world of Xbox. Podcast! I need podcast! On this, week's show, on this week's show we discuss uh, pretty much Xbox Series S and X news, that's all that's been going on, so people got hands-on, pre-order stuff, OS, all that good stuff, that's what we're talking about this week. I'm your host, Adam, and today I'm joined, as always, by he wasn't an electrical at all, Jake Burden. I wasn't an electrical. I was an admin. Yeah, I was in the card swipe, I promise. Yeah, doing those vents and admin, you little sneaky. No, 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 no. Card swipe. That was it. Mm-hmm. All right. Shout out to White Lane, as always, for the awesome <laughs> intro music. Jake, just want to ask, how are you doing, my guy? Man, I'm doing good. It's my Friday. I got days off coming. It's going to be a nice time. How you doing, Adam? I'm doing all right. Watching this Ravens-Chiefs game. It's a good time. Trying to get my fantasy points up so I can keep winning. Trying to go 3-0 and in both my leagues. Let's go, everybody. Yes, if you don't know, we record these on Monday night. So Sometimes. You should, uh, you should feel very uh, appreciative that uh, we're multitasking and recording and doing Monday night football at the same time. I'm not. I'm. I got out of the habit of watching football whenever I worked every Sunday for the last six years. So I get that. It just it just exists in in an abstract for me where I go, oh yeah, football. I remember that. And then I just keep doing other things. Keep paying attention to basketball. <laughs> I feel on that one. All right, so we're gonna go into our news for the week. Just a, a couple of short items uh, to start off with. The new OS is up on Xbox. Um, pretty much the store has been revamped has been updated, and it seems to be as similar uh, settings as we've seen of uh, videos of the Series X and the Series S. Pretty much, it's pretty, it's pretty similar. Uh, everything's a little bit quicker and snappier, and the store itself is rebranded, so instead of having just tiles of games, it's like, it's still squares, but it's like a list, like a, like a left-to-right list of games, and as you go over them, instead of have it'll have the little video play on your tile, like, as you look on it. So it's quicker, um search is better it's just it's a little nice you know it's an update i mean we're getting a new console it is what it is but it's on the current gen xbox and it's very nice so i think it's a good move it's nice to see what it looks like os stuff everybody's excited yeah i've seen images i haven't even i've been doing all of my microsoft gaming on game pass on pc so i haven't even gotten my hands on the new ui firsthand i've seen it it looks nice looks like what they showed or the Series X, but it uh, as long as it works well, I'm happy. I need to get I need to get hands on experience with it. Yeah, as long All as right. it's fast, that's what matters to me. Yeah, yeah, quick ins and outs of games and directional buttons making sense for where things should go. Hit down on the stick, it should go down to the thing. That's that's pretty much all I need from a UI. <laughs> Oh, actually, all the UIs are inverted now, Jake. So down goes up and up goes down. Just you know. I, I mean, I play inverted, so I'd probably figure that out pretty quick. So no, it wouldn't bother me at all. <laughs> all right, our other news item: pre-orders for the Xbox Series X and the S sold out very quickly, and Microsoft said it is the most in-demand um, 
console that they've made so far. They said it the most demand, the most interest, and it sold out very quickly. So Microsoft's saying, yo, pre-orders are good. Um, I think they're supposed to have more stock in stores whenever it launches. But as far as pre-orders, if you weren't there that first day, you weren't going to get one. So that's good news that people are interested. It's People are interested in gaming. People are hyped about both consoles. Um, I think it's a good thing, man. The more people care about it, the more money's in the industry, the better for us? Question mark? Hell yes. Yeah, definitely the better for us. Uh, I mean, you can see what happens to industries once it falls out of you know, the mainstream. Not to say this is into the mainstream yet, but there's just so much support for it. You know, every, everything kind of takes it to the next level, and there's competitions better, and it's better for consumers, and uh, that's that's never a bad thing. So if uh, if they're selling well, then I am very happy. And uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm interested to see. I, I was hoping when they would, you know, when they announced that there would they were sold out of the pre-orders, that we would get some sort of numbers or at least an estimate or something. PlayStation didn't put out one either. So it's not like parroting. I just you know. I was that's kind of what I was hoping for, just to get a feel for how many have actually sold and how many have done anything. But I mean, I never do stuff like this. I just kind of was hoping for that number to at least have a, you know, a sense of how everything's were going. Because all the stores pre-orders, like you see pictures of these Game Stops uh, that are like, oh yeah, we have four of them at our location for pre-order. And it's like, what four? Like that. That is not a high enough number, I don't think, my guys. But, like, I don't know how rampant that is. Maybe there's some in bigger cities that have a million. But, uh, but you know, it, it makes me wonder. That's that's the next question I want answered. Yeah, in-store, I didn't even bother this time. I went straight digital. I was able to get a Series X relatively easily. I mean, I got it from Amazon the minute they went on Amazon, no problem. It took me a whole five seconds to get that was real nice. Um, no problems. I got my Series X. It'll be on the way. Uh, but yeah, in store, like, yeah, we were saying they were talking like it was less than 10 for both consoles. I'm like, why would you go waste your line and waste your time in a line at a physical store? It'd be like, oh, well, sorry, you're number nine. So we don't have that many. Sorry, my guy. Like, that's yeah, I'm all digital or, you know, shipping, not all digital because um, I don't, I don't want to deal with the headache of a line and it's COVID and those numbers are bad. I would rather just get it from a retailer who can actually get me the product. And that's why I went, went on Amazon. So um, yeah, for the people who I would like to get it at midnight, the night that it comes out, that would be awesome. So that's the thing I'll miss out on, but I'll just get it the next day and pick it up after work. Yeah. I'm not at a point. I, I made no attempt at pre-orders, so I didn't get to, again, didn't get to see firsthand if it was, you know, a mess. I know some people were reporting websites going down and and really struggling trying to get into some of these stores. I'm glad you had a better experience, but um, yeah, I'm I am so far at the point where I don't think I'm getting either console like on launch day. We'll see how I feel like the week it's out, but I'll I'll probably just like walk into a store. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> that's that's my current plan. Yeah, I don't think like week one or launch day. Like, I, I'm sure you could. I think it'll be difficult. But I mean, you would assume, you know, early November, Black Friday at the end of the month. I'm sure like that, you know, that last Monday in November, stores will start getting shipments of these things. I don't know. Again, I don't know how many were produced. I know things are weird with COVID and all that stuff. So I, we'll see. But it'd be nice to be able to walk in, you know, 
in some time in November and be able to get one or the other. That would be great. I mean, we'll just see. I mean, it seems like they're going to be in high demand. You know, after COVID, Switches disappeared. You couldn't find any video games. You couldn't find Xboxes, Playstations, anything. But it's a new console uh, generation. I think they're preparing. I hope you can get one. Uh, I was lucky to lock my own. And if not, I mean, you know, PC. On Game Pass PC, you still get everything, basically. So you'll be good to go. Yeah, and I'll wait. I, I've looked at the launch lineups for both, and and they're cool. I'll, we'll see. I'm I may change my mind a million times between now and and November, but um, currently just looking at how everything will play out, it's like that is a lot of investment. I want both of these consoles, so it's just choosing which one to get first and seeing how much longer it takes me to get the other one. Uh, but it's yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of in no rush mode right now. But again, maybe, maybe something will change. I just don't. No one's given me a reason to rush yet. I don't. Sure, we will see how it goes in a little bit. About a, a month and a, two weeks is what it's looking like. If I'm doing my math right, so it'll be here soon. All right, we're gonna go ahead and move on to our main quest. And we're going to talk the breakdown of Xbox Series S and X. A lot of companies have them, or, you know, media companies. So IGN has it. Digital Digital Foundry's been doing their work on it. A lot of, you know, big-time influencers have um, the Series X in their homes, and they've been using them. Uh, The quick caveat with this is that they're only allowed to do things with the OS, the system itself, load times, all that kind of stuff, and backwards compatible games. So we're not looking at next-gen games. We're looking at current-gen and then some 360 stuff for people who decide to do that. So let that be aware that we're not talking about, oh, this is how you know Assassin's Creed Valhalla is running on next-gen. But with what they've given us with backwards and current-gen stuff, it seems pretty promising. Um, I have a couple stories up. I can go through them. But, Jake, I'll let you start off in case there's anything you want to talk about before I just start going through list of people's opinions. Um, so yeah, I mean, we, we're going to hear it firsthand from you in a second as you go through the list, but that's, that's really the only things we have to go off right now is the people who've, who've got them in their hands. The, the question I have is, uh, who, who is Microsoft's Travis Scott? Or I don't know if you guys saw that Travis Scott posted on Instagram that he just was casually hanging out with the PlayStation 5 controller playing PlayStation. And I was like, hey, what the hell? <laughs> like, this seems like such a strange crossover that I was not expecting. We need to see a random a random celebrity with the new Xbox Series X controller on his lap. Yeah, Travis Scott gets to do it. But he's Travis Scott. At this point, he gets to do it every once. I don't understand. Here's the thing. So I know, Travis Scott, cool rapper. Kids like him. I think he's actually pretty solid. But he's just like, hey, can I be in Fortnite? They're like, yeah, we'll make a gigantic entire event around Travis Scott. And then he's like, yo, McDonald's, can I get a combo? <laughs> they just made a co- Travis Scott gets to do all the work. And now he has a PS5 controller. It's like, I, I won't be shocked if he's just like lugging around a PS5 and an Xbox Series X under his arm in an Instagram post one day just because he feels like it. Like, I don't know. That guy's wild. Yeah, that was my that was my news where I was one, I was waiting to see who the who the random influence that uh Microsoft decided to get an Xbox in the hands of, and more than an influence, you know, artist and like very popular musician. Uh, 
So I'm I'm wondering who our who our version of that. Is. We're gonna see Tyler the Creator with a with a connect on or something. Like is that what we're waiting? Maybe our next step ten years ago. Now I I think I saw um a football player with uh I know I've seen Jeff Keeley. Of course, all the video games. So I've seen Jeff Keeley with stuff. Ryan McCaffrey mm. with stuff. Digital Foundry with stuff. I want to say that I saw a football player with a the next gen Xbox controller, but I might just be confusing that and mixing my love of football and my love of video games together in my weird head. I have no idea. If you had to guess, who would the football player be? Like Juju Smith-Schuster? I know he's streams. Yeah, stuff. it'd be Juju or like Lamar or somebody like that. I don't know. It's probably a kicker. It's probably Pat McAfee. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Steven so. Goskowski's out here getting ready. Getting ready for the launch. <laughs> Goskowski winning all the games. Yeah, I have no idea. But um, yeah, I'm with you. That'll be It'll be good when it's in more people's hands. But for right now, we have it in influencers. So I'm going to start with a little bit more of a quote-unquote down note. Which this, I've been saying this, I mean you mean you, Jake, talked about it before we started recording. But the um the expansion cards for the next gen Xboxes are up for pre-order. Um, everyone's like, oh, it's two nineteen, so it's two hundred twenty dollars for one terabyte of extra storage. Everyone was like, Oh my god, so expensive. But me and you were going doing our own research. Um, PlayStation 5 is the same thing where there's not even cards available yet. They're like, you can't just use a normal card, we'll let you know what the requirements for our cards are whenever it comes out. So again, me and you were looking at cards. It's about the same storage for next gen is going to be expensive guys, just straight up. If you want the, the new custom SSD cards, they're going to be pricey. It is what it is. Um, looking at some of these videos, a trick you can do is you can use an old, like a USB three um, hard drive, you know, like your standard Seagates and stuff you can use. Now you can store games on them and then move them over to the internal hard drive when you have space. So you don't have to re-download it, and it's a quicker thing. But, I mean, this is what next-gen is going to be like. For the next couple of years, if you want to ex- expand its storage, it's going to be pricey. Um, that's just in general. Um, so I guess what are your thoughts? Again, we knew we looked over cards on Best Buy, and we were looking at prices. And, I mean, it's going to be what it's going to be. So uh, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, so the the article on Games Radar we found that seemed to detail it pretty well, the comments from Cerny about it was um that even the the PlayStation's SSD will uh run 5 gigabytes a second uh and the only ones currently available that aren't like anything I don't even know if they have proprietary external ones yet but like the ones that you would need on the market right now are in between 3 and 4 and it, they said like eh, it'll work but like you're not really getting the full experience. Like the whole point is that it's supposed to run a lot faster and better. But eventually, they seem to think that ones that can run seven gigabytes a second will be out by the end of the year. Um, so that'll be a brand new device doing something faster than an external hard drive has ever done. So yeah, I do not doubt that that will be expensive. And from the pricing we were looking at, maybe more expensive than the number that Xbox put on their proprietary one. It seems like the only difference so far is that they're going to be expensive either way. It seems like the only difference is that PS5 isn't locking people out of getting third-party ones. It's just um, there's there's literally none that exist yet. So maybe the one you have to get will be the Sony one because there are no others. So that, that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But yeah, that's definitely... Uh, even at launch, it seems like there aren't going to be external hard drives 
for these. But again, at launch, if you're filling up the hard drive, then reconsider things. I think that's not going to be an issue for a while, hopefully. Yeah, no, I'll I'll be good for a little while again. I'm I'm fine with deleting and redownloading stuff if it comes to that. So not a huge deal for me. But all right, from what from what I understand too about about solid state hard drives is they don't the files can be smaller. Am I misinterpreting that? Is that they don't take up as much space as they do? Yeah, it's a weird thing. Yeah, I don't understand it because I don't understand hardware architecture. But apparently, like a game that was on last gen on next gen can be smaller but have more. I don't know. It's again, talk to a hard drive specialist, I guess. I don't yeah, know if it works. So yeah, I've heard that what, from multiple people. Yes. Yeah. So I, I remember during, I think it was during Sony's PS reveal, they were like, this is how a solid drive works. And I was like, I actually didn't know this. So thank you. But um, I guess the files just don't need to be as large to have the same kind of material as that would be on if it was only accessible on a mechanical hard drive. So maybe that it'll be even better than we think because, you know, we got very used to what a terabyte looks like, you know, on the current gen because both of the consoles had 500 gigabytes and I'm sure everyone has external hard drives. I have external hard drives for my Xbox, my PlayStation for both of them. And, uh, you know, maybe that maybe we'll just be able to get more out of the terabyte coming with this than we did from, you know, even the terabyte and a half once you get the external on the current gen. So maybe it even then, maybe it won't be as dire as it, as it, seem to be on this console maybe because if the files are smaller in the first place and there's more space maybe it it's you know less of a necessity in any way so who cares if it's 200 bucks that's what i'm yeah. hoping for that's the optimist in me saying that i don't know if that's actually how it'll play out but we'll see yeah i know that um again going into some of the good stuff that yeah if you use all your backwards compatible games can go on a standard hard drive now if you want the quick um, loading and all that, the Series X enhancement stuff, you had to have the internal, but whatever, we'll get to that. So, speaking of that, uh, talking about the some of the new features and stuff, the they showed off some quick resume. Again, this is all from Ryan McCaffrey from IGN. I love Ryan. He's a good dude. Talk with him once in a while. He's a good guy. I like him a lot, so I like to support this guy. Uh, he has a, he had a, like a 10-minute video out explaining everything, like the way that it looks like next to some books, you know, there's size comparisons. It's a It looks like a big... A uh, big hefty boy, uh, but not in a bad way. It looks like a solid piece of technology. Um, they he had the pointed out quick resume feature, which apparently was like really cool, where he switched between it's like Control, Red Dead Redemption Two, GTA Four. He was just trying out a bunch of different games, and the quick resume it works. Like you can hop from game to game to game. It'll keep you in your same place, and it's a matter of a couple seconds. So there's sort of a quick resume feature on current gen stuff, but it's only between one game. And this one, I think he did like four in a row and it quick resumed for all of them. And it, it was really, it was really uh, nice and snappy. Um, also load times. This is the big one. And I'm the most, the reason I'm most excited about uh, next gen is, is load times. Um, so he did from uh, whenever you need to, turn on your console. You know, like, you know, consoles go in rest mode now, right, Jake? Mm-hmm. Yep. So sleep mode for the PlayStation. Yeah. That, that whole thing. So it goes, whenever you turn that on, it takes, you know, what is maybe 20 seconds, 10 to 20 or something like there. It took about two seconds. And then he did a cold boot, which is where you completely power down the console and it does the restart. Right. So if you do that now, it's about a minute. So that's like, if you lose power and you have to turn it back on, it's that whole sequence. It's a minute on current gen. 
he did it on the Xbox One X. It was about 10 to 12 from like being completely dead to turning all the way back on and being usable. 10 to 12 seconds down from a minute. Pretty impressive. Um, and then they were doing load times for last-gen games. So like Control, this was from like hitting start, loading all the way into the game is what he did. And for Control, it was like 2 minutes and 23 seconds on current gen. It was like 54 seconds on uh, Xbox Series X. Red Dead was the same. It was like 3 minutes for Red Dead, and then it was like a minute and 10 on current gen. GTA 4 was 12 seconds compared to like a minute and a half. Um, so these were just some, these are loading numbers. If you're, you're getting what I'm putting down, it's fast. So <laughs> I guess what are your initial thoughts on it's fast? It's very fast. Like a load time going from, it takes three minutes to start your game to literally under a minute. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's very exciting. That's, that's the thing that, you know, when you hear about, you know, new power in these consoles and all this stuff, like that's the thing that excites me the most is like, you know, I, I've graphical fidelity is great, and that's all, you know, very cool. And when games look pretty, I go, oh, wow. And then, you know, I move on from there a lot of the time. Uh, but, like, if they can just make every single game take that little bit of time to load, like, it, it just the entire experience of gaming is only going to improve. And I'm very happy about that. Um, yeah, and they're just like, hey, here's a giant world, and it's ready and loaded up, and if that means they can, you know, do cooler things with it, then, yeah, I'm I'm very excited for that. Like, I need I need more games to get the, uh, like, you know, we see Ratchet and Clank making it a part of the gameplay, where, like, they can literally load something in an instant, like, as it's, as you're floating around these portals and different things are flying in, so, I mean, if they... Other games start to get to the point where they can do things like that. And I'm not saying everybody needs to make it part of the gameplay, but it's just that's the quality of life stuff that I am very excited about. Yep. And then a little bit of a pivot, but a, a similar thing. Um, some uh, work from Digital Foundry, which again, they're the guys, the tech wizards who run things and compare things and all that. Most of the games uh, that originally on Xbox One X, so you could have performance or you know 4K mode or whatever, and they were like pretty much every game that they tested could do 4K and then also went to 60. Just like everything was doing that, um, which is not how those initially ran on Xbox Series X normally or Xbox One X. It was like pick one or the other or sometimes you could get both. But they're like, no, like we they tested Hitman, Dead or Alive 6, Monster Hunter World um, in resolution mode to get 4K. And they ran 30 to 40 frames and they got up to 60 when they were on the Series X. Um, so yeah, you're able to do 4k and 60 pretty much with everything that they tested for, for backwards compatible. So again, you're buying these machines for, for that sort of performance. And like, it's just, they're all doing it. So that's just a yeah. good little thing from digital foundry that they got smooth, about. gorgeous, fast loading. I like it. Good mm -hmm. combinations. Very good. Yes, it is very good. Uh, let me see. Da, da, da. I'm just going down through the list. Of I course. have a, I have a quick add in that yeah, go I ahead. feel like worth mentioning it could probably should have been part of our pre-order conversation but I've, i forgot about this tidbit that i saw that definitely made me laugh and uh is a, a down a downfall of the naming conventions did you see the the spike in sales of the xbox one x on the day of the pre-orders yes i have a funny idea about that which yeah because you know whenever those pre-orders came out then xbox one x 
sales went like 700 percent or something. 787 percent increase in xbox one x sales uh in a single day <laughs> on the same day of the pre-orders so i love this because it's one of two things i'm sure some people accidentally got confused 700 yeah. almost 800 percent of people know here's what happened is that although scalper bots were out there trying to steal the pre-orders away and the scalper mm-hmm. bots thought the one X was the series X. So there's a bunch of idiot scalpers walking around with fucking, they're like, all right, we're going to get these at launch. And then three days later, it's like, Oh, your 20 Xbox one X has showed up, sir. From your evil scalping, uh, underground ring that you got or however scalpers work. I don't know how scalpers work. <laughs> so, uh, evil underground scalping ring. Yes. However that goes. Exactly. So I'm sure that some people were confused hundred percent, but I'm hoping again with those numbers that that scalper bots being confused by the algorithm and just like screwing some idiot over and he's like well i gotta move all these these last gen consoles now that would be wonderful if that's if that's what actually happened then bravo i'm I'm not sure we'll find out i guess we'll find out when we start seeing a sprawling amount of of xbox one x's in the coming days on ebay and wherever else wherever third-party sales sites Facebook marketplace is going to go nuts, but oh yeah, you'll be able to get one for like 200 bucks everywhere. They're just like, I got to get rid of the 30 that I have. Yeah. I wouldn't have been surprised. If it was like a little closer to the release and people were like, it's like when you buy a bathing suit in October, it's like, you know, all right, cool. The fr- the, they put out this new one. So the price finally dropped for the old one and I can play some games that I missed out on because I know maybe you went PlayStation last time and, or whatever, and you missed all the good Xbox One games, so you grab that console for the cheap once they announce the new one and the price drops down, but I was like, it's a little soon for that, guys. I don't think they've dropped the prices that much yet. Yeah, no, that was a, that was a fun time. Um, and yeah, the only, the only other real thing is that, you know, we talked about loading times, the last-gen games working, kind of what it looks like. Also, it's extremely quiet, which is nice, that it's just mm. it's big, beefy, it vents well, and it is it is whisper quiet, even when when running like heavy intensive GPU games. So it's like, hey, it's big for a reason so that it doesn't overheat. No more red rings of death for Xbox ever again. So yeah, that was it. They they broke it down. They laid them on top of each other. You can see what it looks like in comparison to the other ones. They even have the S in there as well. The S, by the way, the Xbox Series S is small, is the smallest one that they ever made. It's smaller than a 360. It's it's you should go look up comparison videos. That thing is tiny. Real nice and sexy too. So that that's, is, yeah, that's all that I saw from uh, from all the breakdowns that everyone did. Like I said, go check out those, go check out those articles and stuff, and give those guys their clicks because they're good people. Digital Foundry and Ryan McCaffrey, my junior, are my personal favorites. So, do you have any last things to add, Jake? I'm very interested in the next coming weeks for them to give us next gen games running in the wild. That's what I really want to see. But for now, this is what we have. So. Yeah, I always I always like them starting with the old games comparison because what we know, you know, it's it's one thing to, you know, it's always hard to tell when you see a, a new game running just to go, yep, cool, that that looks great, but like when you get to see the difference and they're doing the comparisons between here's load times Red Dead, here's load times on on this console, new old console, like that's uh. I enjoy getting to see them do stuff like that to really see the difference in these consoles. So new stuff will definitely be nice to see, but this is usually the thing as far as the console goes that gets me the most excited. But I'm definitely still interested to see more things in, in you know, real hands. All right, now it's time to move on to what we've been playing. 
so as for me, I've been real PC heavy the last couple of days. I actually can't even flex or can't even lie. Uh, a lot of Among Us. Man, that game is fantastic. I'm the best imposter ever, apparently, according to how we played the last time. And uh, yeah, we'll talk more about that maybe whenever we get to what Jake's playing. But Among Us, great game. Everyone knows it. The memes, the hot memes. Let's go. And then the other thing I've been playing is Hades. And Hades is the roguelike uh, game from Supergiant, uh, makers of uh, Transistor and all those those other pretty games. Bastion. That's game. Bastion. That's what I was thinking, uh, the other one that came out at the same time. Uh, Braid. Pyre. Is I, always get, I always get Braid and Bastion mixed up. But yeah, Pyre and, and Braid are the other ones. Um, Hades is great. It's a very good game. I love roguelikes. I played the hell out of Dead Cells. That is, I like that genre. The game's fun. Um, you just want to keep doing runs after each other. The characters are all great. The art's good. It's all Greek uh, mythology inspired. There's different weapons every run. There's what a total of six or so weapons, I think. I've got five at the moment. I, I was having a good time. Everyone is loving this game, and I agree with most of it. People are saying game of the year. I don't agree with that at all. Uh, it'd probably be my top. I was saying this to Riku the other day. I was like, that's my top ten for sure. Maybe it'll sneak into my top five. I do enjoy the game a lot. I don't think it's the greatest thing of all time like other people but it is very good i definitely think it's worth anyone's time if you have pc or switch go get that i hope that comes to every other console because it is a great game again no shade i think the game is awesome everyone should check that out um game of the year talk is a little crazy to me personally but that's just my opinion i'm one man but yeah everyone should check it out again it is it is beautiful it plays super well i like the greek stuff in there everyone's horny and greek it's a good time everyone should check it out hades is good yeah, I was going to say, I have seen pictures of the art, and I like the, the art style, and uh, apparently so does Twitter, because it has been Ooh, very yeah. thirsty recently. <laughs> but there, these Hades post. Yeah, they're not even over-sexualized, it's just that people, they're charming. Like, Aphrodite, of course, the goddess of love, of course she's, like, sexual. That's what her whole thing, like, she's a sexual being. But people are like, yo, that skeleton, he's real handsome. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> okay, all right, yeah. <laughs> skeleton he's a good dude so i'm not gonna argue with you about it but uh yeah everyone likes those big chested men and the skeletons and the galaxy ladies it's a good time yeah yeah so uh you guys know i've been playing wasteland 3 no change there continuing right along i think i'm getting close to the end we'll talk about it more but yeah i for the first time played among us and uh i had the uh, lovely experience of getting to play with um, with Adam here and all of the fellow members of our of our D and D podcast over at the Isle of Misfit Rolls. Uh, yeah, all six of us played together with some other friends from our different podcasting communities, and uh, yeah, it's a fun game. It uh, <clears throat> it's very stressful, uh, but not in a bad way. It's it's uh, it's nerve wracking though, for sure. I just want to finish my tasks. I'm not a good imposter. I just want to do tasks and keep people alive. That is hard to do. It made me realize how little my friends trust me, though. I don't know if I like that part <laughs> of the game. Because the first round I played, I was like, well, I did see this. I, I literally had no idea how to play the game. It just turned on and I started and I didn't really get the rundown. I didn't even know how to do tasks. I was just like, Okay, so I did see something weird where I saw this guy coming from a a dead body. Uh, that was weird, and um, and then everyone was like, 
sus, and then voted me out. And I was like, I like laid out an actual point and like had evidence, and no one, you guys are just okay. I okay. And the rest of the night went like that. <laughs> and of course, I was the imposter once. And uh, I'm bad at lying, so I just didn't speak when I was the imposter and waited for someone to notice me. And when they did, I got found out. <laughs> when they found that I wasn't speaking, it did not take long for them to vote me out. Yeah, but, no, uh, it was funny. You would always, like, name the person you think it was, and then, like, probably, like, eight times out of ten, you were right. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got it right in the first round. Or by the, the first round, it's not really rounds. By the time we had our first meeting, I was right about who it was. 90% of the time? Like, hey, I saw this person doing something vaguely weird. I don't know. And uh, and I definitely was right more often than not. Um, and I did spite vote for one friend a couple times when I knew they wouldn't get eliminated. If I knew everyone was voting for someone else, I was like, you didn't believe me before, so I'm going to spite vote for you. It's still like 5 to 1, so it was a worthless vote, but I enjoyed it. Oh, you know, that was funny to see a couple times. Yeah, you <laughs> deserve it, Erica. Oh yeah, Eric definitely drunk Eric definitely deserves it. By the way, so who do you think had the best run as the imposter? <clears throat> Me. You didn't win. And <laughs> best is an arbitrary term. Oh man, I was just so happy. I got to be imposter. I think twice. I came up from the vent with someone in the room and didn't <laughs> get caught that round. That's wild. I ca- I came out of a vent while someone I was in the room with someone, and as I. Left- Someone else walked into that room, and no one questioned me at all. I made it another two rounds after that happened before anyone started going, well, where's Jake been this whole game? Yeah, where's Jake at? What's the guy doing? <laughs> where's he been? I go, oh, me? Uh, I was looking at security cameras, because that was the room I popped out of the vent in, and I needed to have an alibi for that. Uh, and it was, yeah, it was definitely interesting, but probably me. Oh, we definitely got a, a weird draw, though. Because of the, we started with 10, by the end of our games, we were around 7 or 8, and uh, one person was the imposter 80% of the time, so we got some weird draws where as many games we played, I think we played for 4 hours and I was the imposter once, and then you were the imposter once, what, twice? Three times? Two, two, maybe three at max, but I remember two specifically. And, yeah, and our other friend was it nine times, eleven times, some, some, too many. It started to get to be a boy who cried wolf because it was like they, it, there's just no way it can't be him again. We're not even going to think about it. In the last game, it was him again. we didn't think it was him. The last game, and it was totally yep. him. <laughs> yep. He he flew on. He flew so high into radar that passed it, and we just were like, "No, nah, it can't be him anymore." He's out of range, yeah. Gotta be, gotta be somebody else. <laughs> the Millennium Falcon is on the back of the Star Destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's a great time. Alright, everyone, play Among Us. It's only on PC and phone, but still. It's fun. It is, it is a classic game that I will never, ever play if I don't have a group of friends playing. Oh, absolutely. It seems uh, like it would just be the absolute worst if those people I didn't know or didn't like enjoy spending time with. Uh, yeah, so I, I have I have no time for games and multiplayer like that in my life, and that is a that is a classic example of times that would make me hate the internet gaming community. I feel like it's a good time though with friends. But yeah, all right, yeah, we're gonna go with friends. On. Yeah, we're gonna move on to Game Pass Weekly. Jake, give me the rundown on what's new and out on Game Pass for 
Xbox and PC. So, we actually got some titles this week. We had a, a big uh, announcement of multiple coming soon titles a couple weeks back. And they were just waiting to capitalize on them, and they finally did. So now, uh, already available on console and PC, we have A Night in the Woods and Warhammer 2 Vermintide. And uh, now also just on PC, available now, is Kathy Rain, A Detective is Born. I don't know what that is, but you can find out. Um, and we also got one coming soon announcement that was pretty big news and part of the already existing big news from last week, and that is Doom Eternal will be on Game Pass on console on October 1st. So if we're listening to this on Tuesday, that is, uh, wait, when's the first? I forgot what days are. Thursday. Thursday, yeah. So Thursday, uh, Doom Eternal will be on Xbox on console, and they announced that it is coming. PC, but later, and there's no official date yet. So I included that in here, but we have an actual coming soon for Doom Eternal on console this week and PC at some point this year. And that's it for our coming soon. They they just loaded up with just the one big one this week. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty solid week. Yeah, we've had a pretty solid month, I think, overall. we got some big games like Destiny. we got Doom coming. Lots of good stuff. All right, so... We're going to go ahead and move to our review from last week, which was Double Kick Heroes. Jake, I mean, after the screenshot you sent me in Discord, I'm going to let you lead this because you're the expert. <laughs> well, expert, I appreciate that. But um, no, I like rhythm games, and this game is, uh, it is that. It is, can be as simple as any rhythm game, depending on what you pick, and there were like five. Um, I went with the middle one just to kind of give it a test and see how it went. And it is very, uh, it's entirely drums based, hence it being called Double Kick Heroes. But it's very uh, metal themed and your character's on a car and your your kick pedal is, uh, is shooting guns off of the back of the car and taking down enemies. You're running away from them and that's kind of how they do the, how you succeed. You just have to last and kill enemies and get away from them and not get taken down. And um, <clears throat> it was pretty fun. Um, there's like, some other mechanics where they add in uh, a third button. Where they add in, besides just the guns, there's like an up gun and a down gun. And it's either I'm playing on keyboards with my left and right arrows. And they added in like a grenade or if you, it's a second bar on the little you know, thing flying past. that'll If you fill it up, you'll throw grenades out. And then even on higher difficulties, there's one for the sniper. I did not play in a difficulty that much that had the sniper option, so talk about that later. But um, yeah, it was a pretty fun rhythm game. Uh, I have the luxury of having played drums since I was like eight, so it definitely I took to it a little easier than I'm sure most would. Um, and yeah, I, I did beat it just before we recorded this on that middle difficulty, uh, the metal difficulty. And oh, I forgot narratively. It is full of like cool metal references and music, like nothing named directly because it's an independent studio, but definitely characters based off of the lead singer from Metallica. And there's definitely Tenacious D in this game, and uh, Lemmy from Motorhead is in it. And there's just lots of, lots of cool little nods to the history of metals you travel through this game and meet the NPCs. But um, yeah, I had fun with it. I, I'm 
it's not one that I'm going to go back to a ton like I did with Guitar Hero and Rock Band. Uh, just because I think the higher difficulties got really weird with the controls. I tried messing with it to see if there's a way I could figure out how to get that to be more, uh, just to be better. And I couldn't quite figure out the right way to handle that. I don't think I'm going to invest too much time in it. But on the middle difficulty, I did complete one song as the number one, like the high score in the world on one of the songs. So that that pulled out okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure I there's mean, people playing on higher difficulties who are better. But on that middle difficulty, I, I'm number one currently on the leaderboard. You're number one by 20,000 points. So like, here it is. It's Jake at 28 thousand or two hundred eighty three thousand my bad numbers the <laughs> next person is two hundred and sixty one thousand after them two sixty two fifty four two fifty so like you're ahead of everybody by like quite a bit on that song yeah so that I don't it, a lot of the songs sound real samey that's the downfall of the game just because it's it's none of it's licensed um in the story mode at least so it's not like you get to hear songs you love and are familiar with it's a lot of games that I think were written for um songs that were written for the game which is cool that it's original music, but um, it, it, by the end, I don't remember any of it standing out too much. And a lot of it is like copycatting other metal. Like there's a song that's definitely trying to be do host by Rammstein. Um, and it's just very, it's uh, the name is, is like comically similar to the name of that song. And I'm sure there's a million other that slipped past me, but um, yeah, I had fun with it. I like rhythm games. So it was a, uh, it's, it was a nice, simple game and had cool little callbacks in there to the weird metal characters. I liked it. Um, but yeah, probably not going to play too much more after I beat it. I think I'm, I'm good. What do you think, Adam? Yeah, I played story mode. Uh, I got a couple levels in. I realized that metal is not my music. Mm-hmm. Um, I, here's the thing. So like, I love metalocalypse the show, right? <laughs> yep. And, it, and this is definitely kind of not, that extreme, but it definitely has silly um, metal vibes. Uh, it's uh, electric guitar hurts my teeth. Whenever I hear an electric guitar, it hurts my teeth. So hmm. I didn't in realize general? that going in. Yeah, in general, it's the you know the whatever the bottom frets how they're like they're grooved like the metal groove and it's like a bunch of bumps like in a in a row. Hmm. Yeah, like where you can hear like a scratch, right? Like chugging. Scratch. Yeah, oh. that sound hurts my. It's hurting my teeth now thinking about it. <laughs> I remember there used to be like holographic on VHSs. There would be like holographic, like plastic on the top of the VHS and you'd move it back and forth. Mm-hmm. I remember like specifically for like Jurassic Park two, they had this right. And it's just like a little plastic card and you would move it and it would do like, it would change like it's Jurassic Park two. Then it's a dinosaur jumping out. And like, that's, that was also like a grooved plastic. And I rode that against my teeth once as a kid. And I can never get that feeling out of my teeth. So hearing uh, metal guitar hurts my teeth a lot. That being said, I do think the game is fun. It's a solid rhythm game. I got a couple of in. I had a good time. It's, it's not something I'll ever go back to. Um, but it's it's fun. If you like rhythm games and metal, it's good. It's very cute and fun. I like all the characters, but I just I can't listen to that much metal in in my ears. It hurts my teeth a lot. So I don't know. I mean, I'm saying that the game is fun, but I just can't. I can't. It is what it is. It's a dumb reason, but I, I can't do it. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's a very good reason. That's that is fine. It's it's weird. It's a weird not not inherently weird, but it's just a reason I've never heard of. <laughs> but but I appreciate it. I respect it. 
uh, is the uh, unique one. Unique's the better word, not weird. Yeah, I can give you a couple textures reason. that hurt my teeth specifically, and that's just one of them. Uh, okay. I would still say, if you like rhythm and you're into metal, download it. I think it is mm-hmm. a good game, and you play through it once, it only takes you, what, a couple hours? Yeah, I played a solid, like, one night, and then I got home from work at, like, 6.30 and beat it before we jumped on the chat at 8. So, uh, two nights and I beat it. Now, again, I I have the predisposition of of having, and not even metal, I did not play metal drums. I am also not the biggest fan of metal. I appreciate it as, as like, an art and people who are well-known for it. I try to at least make it a point to listen to occasionally just as, like, a music fan. Um, but I could never, I could never consistently hold double bass uh, with my feet. Uh, I played more like standard rock, jazz-ish um, drums. But uh, some of that stuff just doesn't doesn't leave you. So like some of the parts that got really difficult later on, you know, able to pull stuff out. So maybe it was a little easier for me. I think there's only one song that I really struggled with that I had to play multiple times to get past it. Um, but it's uh yeah, it's a fun game and it's a nice little like actiony take on the rhythm series because you have to, you know, some of the parts where the notes are flying by and you need to alternate between left and right, you have no choice to you know you have to do that. But sometimes you know when the notes are moving slower, you can choose between doing the left or one that still hits the note, fulfills your thing, you don't lose your combo. It's just depending on which side the enemies are coming from is who you need to shoot at kind of thing. It was a nice, interesting dynamic that I don't think I've ever played in a rhythm game. I'm sure something like it exists out there, but it's just nothing I had seen. I don't, have you ever seen any games that did some of that kind of combined the rhythm and action aspects of them? You know, it seems pretty unique to me. I think there's that uh, game we saw during the summer where it's like an action like fighting game with rhythm stuff, but as far as like a rhythm game where you're doing, that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Normally it was I Guitar mean, Hero Rock Band, like just you're playing songs, but this is like adds a little bit of gameplay to it. Yeah, there are ones that are like Patapon comes to mind, but I didn't get that far into Patapon and it seemed fairly basic as far as just like it was pretty slow presses of like, you know, the square, 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 triangle, like, and then you'd take a break for a bit and then, you know, it wasn't as intense as like Guitar Hero and, and this game could be, I don't think. And then I'm thinking of um I'm thinking of like a Crypt of the Necrodancer has rhythm elements. Again, it's moving to a simple beat. And there's not like, you know, things happening in, in there where you're trying to like hit almost like you're mirroring playing an actual instrument. Um but this is, yeah, it's the closest thing I can think of that really gets gets pretty difficult and then actually has, like, you know, an extra element on top of it. But, um, yeah, the, the part that's going to make me not come back is I don't know if this game was designed to be played with a keyboard or a controller, but some of the things it asks you to do, I don't think are feasibly possible. <laughs> Uh, so what I mean is like, as the songs get farther on, you know, did you get to the part where they add in the control button 
and you you have no, the the I two tiers. I was left and right on the on the arrows. Okay, so you get to a point where there's two bars coming from the right to the left that you're now hitting the the bass drum one, and then it's supposed to mimic like the snare drum. And there's parts where because your left and your right both work for the bass drum, you can go back and forth with your two fingers. So there's spots where it gets really fast, and you can go like da 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 da, and that's you know fine. But when they've only given you the, given you the control button to do the snare, and they ask you to do the same thing, like, I can't, there's no way for me with one hand to pull that off consistently. Like, I can, I, was, I basically just got to the point where I was just panic tapping and hoping I was hitting enough buttons for it to count, and I don't know if it did or not, but that was kind of the only part where I was stuck at, but it still was, it was still fine enough to beat the game that way. Um, but then when you get to the higher difficulties, they add in a third button with the same problem, and then you've only got control and shift, and you're trying to alternate between those for the snare, and then I don't know what, I didn't play enough of it on the higher difficulties to really get what in, uh, part of the drum set the shift was supposed to mirror, but it just, um, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't see myself being able to get this consistently, especially not trying to play it harder songs on higher difficulties. I was playing very easy songs on the higher difficulties and like legitimately struggling just with how the keyboard layout was. So I grabbed my controller. I was like, maybe they designed this for, for an Xbox controller. And I am one of the weirdos who played a lot of Guitar Hero 3 with an Xbox controller just to do it. So I do have experience playing <laughs> games like this on a, on a regular pad. And it's still just, I, I, it didn't work. It didn't work for me. So I don't know if that's where they're running into issues. but Or maybe no one's running into issues. Uh, oh, very that's, interesting. That's, that's where I hit my my ceiling, I think. Yeah. Uh, all right. So for me, I would say download it if you like rhythm games and or metal. Me personally, I would pass on it again just because yeah. again, my teeth hurt. Yeah. Remember, we're changing. We're changing our 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 dynamic. Tell me what you would do if you. What I would do if I could do it again? Yeah. If you if you had yeah if you had the option to. Did I did I was my time spent well? Should I have been playing something else instead of this game with music I don't really like? And you know, I would still say it's worth a download. I still think it was worth playing because I think the game is fun mm-hmm. on its own. Okay, my personal issues with noises that hurt my teeth have nothing to do with if the game is good or not. It will can it affects me playing it further. But I think it was worth my time while I played it. Yes. Sure. Okay. I would not buy it. It wouldn't go that far. But okay. I would play it again if I had that option. Same. Download. My my vote is a download. Um especially if you're a fan of the genre. Because there are cool little callbacks. Like I noticed that at first when I saw a um uh at one point you get to like a prison and um there's a poster in the background for uh Brutal Legend. So it's like, oh fun, that's Jack Black's character in and Brutal Legend, isn't that cool? Uh, and then Jack Black, there's a character who's supposed to be Jack Black actually in the game later on. <laughs> with with him and Tenacious D, him and, and Kyle Gass. It was just, instead of Jack and KG, it was Jake and Cage. Um, and they looked very similar. I took a screenshot of that because it, it made me happy. Um, but yeah, so if you're, if you're uh, you know, fans of the genre, it's a good, it's a good rhythm game. And it uh it'll probably appeal to you more than it would appeal to the the general consumer, but that's not a bad thing. We like specifics. I wish more games would commit 
to their audience and appeal to uh to who already likes them instead of trying to add mass appeal. Makes me sad when things I like like downgrade themselves. Like nah man. Just like don't just make the games for people who already like your games. Sure. Especially in the indie space, that's a thing that uh, they should go for. All right, that was our in-depth review of Double Kick Heroes, which is available on Game Pass. Feel free to give us suggestions for what game we pick each week. Our game review for next week, which was actually suggested by a listener, a.k.a. Riku, a.k.a. the worst uh, imposter in the game of Among Us. No, he's great. I'm giving him a hard time. But we are playing Night in the Woods. I believe. I know it's on the Xbox version. Is it also on the PC version? I'm not sure. Yes. Yep. That was, if you listen to my segment or Adam, you would know that it is both on PC and I was watching Lamar Jackson. My bad, dude. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, no. So we're playing Night in the Woods. We'll review that next week. So everyone get your play it, get your opinions. Let us know. Riku likes it a lot. So we'll check it out. Riku's 50-50 with me. Sometimes he suggests things that are good, and then sometimes he suggests uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. Kingdom Hearts 3. (laughs) We'll see what happens. I'm kidding, Riku. It's all good time. What else has he he suggested? Anything else for the show? Mm -hmm. He suggested me to buy it. He suggested... uh, Was the suggestion for Nier? Yeah, he also was Nier. Automata? Okay. Yeah. Okay, one for one. This will be the, the splitter here, Riku. After see this, how, see how you do with this one. Yeah, if you fail on this one, we're not playing games you suggest ever again. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. <laughs> give him the opportunity to redeem himself. He's got to get back to even. Yeah. All right. Thank you for joining us this week on Xbox Quest. Leave a five-star review. Share us with a friend. Feel free to follow us on social media at Xbox Quest. If you want to join in on the show, suggest a topic. Tell us how you feel about Game Pass Weekly Game. Or ask us anything in general. Feel free to shoot us an email. XboxQuestPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you, Jake, for joining me on our quest. We'll continue our journey with Xbox next week. Have a good one, y'all. And we out. Craig, get the fuck out. I hate you. Get the fuck out of here, Craig. You idiot.